Hello, everyone. It is Christine Conti. And Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. We're where it's at. So it has been a little while since our last podcast, and we have been literally chomping at the bit to get back on air because we love this. And there's been some amazing things that have happened since we were last on with Mr. Michael Keenan, um, who was pretty amazing. What did you think about uh, him? Awesome. Yeah, great interview. I went back and listened to it a few times with a pen and pad to <laughs> write things down. He's he's, uh, he's a great, he's a true professional, and he's a great trainer, and he's, uh, he gave us a lot of information. I loved it. Yeah, and that's... Um, KM Fitness, which is Keenan Medical Fitness in Manasquan in New Jersey. Um, so if you get a chance, you know, check him out on social media. Um, get on the podcast. That's podcast 11, I believe. Yeah. Was, wow, we're 12 now was what that was. And he had just had great information about really the science behind some of the workouts and what he does with nutrition. And um, it's great because, you know, Brian and I sit back and there's so many different um I guess so many different things. I don't even know what many ways to skin a cat. I lovely. That sounds great. Um, But um, I guess he has such a different background in the way that he approaches fitness and nutrition. And you know, Brian have our own ways of looking at dealing with clients and dealing with people. And and I think there's no wrong way. It's really just how you go about you know dealing with sure with the people in your life and yeah different philosophies and certainly different trainings and. And, uh, you know, and, and I think that that's necessary even for, for clients. I mean, people, people are different, right? So somebody might do better with, with Mike than they would with me or, or, you know, would do better with you than they would with me. Um, you know, so uh, we'd all do better with Christine. I mean, who, oh. who <laughs> yeah. Uh, right. but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, so I think it's important, you know, it's just like, um, the, you know, some, just like any teacher of of anything, you know, some people really dig a um, a, a teacher that that goes in depth, and uh, another teacher, you know, somebody else might like a teacher that is uh, um, easier. Or, you know, there's a there's a there's a seat for every ass. Great. <laughs> we're. I think it's after Thanksgiving. Let's just throw that out there. And I think we're a little like a little bonkers. Punch I think, drunk. I think that maybe we had too much stuffing or Brian doesn't eat turkey. So I was asking him the other day, what, you know, what are you eating for turkey? And what did you say? Sides. Well, you also said maybe tofu uh, turkey. To- or so. I'm like. Tofurkey. Oh, right. Lovely. But I never. I would never. So what, what sides did you eat? Let's, let's talk about this first, Mr. Nutrition. All, all of them. Any, any of the, uh, any of the plants. So sweet potatoes, love them. S- smashed potatoes, love them. All the salads, green beans. Um, you know anything that's pretty much, uh, you know everything that goes around the turkey. Awesome. Yeah, just about just everything. Curious. Just yeah, curious. You know, there's. Uh, I asked if the stuffing had any you know, sausage or something like that in there. Sometimes they will we'll put that in there. But um, yeah, so I, you know, I, I, made, I, I did pretty well for myself. I made several plates worth. I sat at the kid's table. Nice. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. It's it's better there. It is. It's funner there. It, and you know what? It's less stressful. Oh my God. That's why it I do it. It is the holiday season. And it's, so, I keep saying this, it's so not stressful. The right. holidays are so not stressful for, I There's, think I stress myself out during the holidays. I have to say that. So it was at least like three breakdowns during right. the holidays for some reason, you know. Holy moly. Two, but, two of the kids, uh, were, you know, it was at my wife's cousin's house and two of the kids are high school age. So I really sat with them 
and then the little guys swarmed in around him. The my my kids like love the older ones. So, like it's you know it's amazing. So it was uh, it was it was awesome. It was a good time. And uh, you know nothing too serious goes on at that kids table, which is the way I like to keep it. So uh, it was fun. It was fun. No politics. No politics. No, no money. religion. Yeah. Yeah. No, no oh. money. No no aches oh. and pains. Yeah. Nobody's uh Oh my aching leg. Yeah. Oh my the kids are like, whatever. She, she just stabbed me with a fork <laughs> in my leg. And we're like, oh well, you're still alive. We're good. All fun. We're good to go. All Speaking fun. of fun, we're getting into this because last Sunday, 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 it was yeah. amazing. Um, last Sunday, I got up in the morning really early and the wind was like <laughs> with the windows, and I'm like, oh no. Because Brian and two of my good friends actually were running for the first first marathon ever, but Brian was out there annihilating the Philadelphia Marathon in this like crazy windstorm. There wasn't rain though, that which was fantastic, I thought. But um, there was rain. Not, there was not during not during the race, but it, it stopped about ten minutes before the race started. All right, you're welcome for that. That's yeah, good. no, it was it was good. Except so let's, everything like leading up to it was crazy. It let's was, get into it. Let's get into it. So last Saturday, you went to Philly. Yeah, no. Saturday I went down, got all my gear, got everything ready to. So ready how to go. did it go? <laughs> the whole thing. <laughs> the whole thing. From how did? How was all of it? <laughs> I just told you I, I I was given a counterfeit bill when I uh, bought some uh, throwaway gloves at the expo the day before, and listen to this. This is like the most expensive trip to the expo I've ever had. Usually I go I go in I park the car I go in I get my bib and I out. get out. Me too. I don't hang out mm-hmm. at all. There's vendors. It's there's all sorts of stuff. There's people that are just on their feet. I'm in and out. I'm in and out well, so quickly. Feet up. Gotta get yeah, the feet up. Exactly. So hydrate. Feet up. I went in there. I was in there for all of 15 minutes. By the time I parked the car, walked, got my stuff, walked out, I went past the vendor thing and they had, um, uh, they had this guy had just stacks of gloves and they were like throwaway running gloves. And I had a pair, but you know, I didn't know if it was going to be so cold that I might need them. But I had a pair that I wanted to just, if I needed them, I could start the race with them. And then, you know, if I could just toss them on the side of the road and just be done with them, that it, you know, this guy was selling them for two bucks. Nice. Did you buy them all? No, I bought a two dollar <laughs> pair of gloves. I only needed one, so I gave him a twenty, and he gave me back eighteen dollars and change. And the ten that he gave me back was counterfeit. I came to find out. Two days later, when I went to go buy coffee at Dunkin' Donuts, that the ten dollar, so my two dollar gloves were actually twelve dollar gloves, and he probably it, didn't know. I'm just giving the benefit no, of the doubt. No, no, no. Actually, I, I, you know, I researched. I, I was like, I googled, and uh, they said that expos and and fairs and things like that are oftentimes where a lot of counterfeit bills get passed. Because there's, you know, people coming in from all over. They can do it pretty quickly. There's a lot of cash on hand and so whatever. But I got duped for a $10, phony $10 bill. No, we're going to find the next fair and we're going to go. When I'm going to give it to, $10. Yeah, I'm going to like give it to my kid the next time uh, <laughs> he does something, <laughs> something great. I got to get rid of it now. What am I going to do? And no, if he goes to spend it, no one's going to be like, oh, kid. Well, I teach him about savings. So it'll be like way down the line when he, uh, <laughs> when he realizes great. that this thing's phony. But... I also, at the same time, I somehow lost my ticket to the parking garage. Oh, no. <laughs> so you had to pay full price? What is it? it was the most expensive trip to the thing. I had tw- It was a $22 parking garage 
uh, visit for, I swear, I was there for 15 minutes. Chicago I, it, it did the same was, thing. They made been me like, pay wow. 20 bucks. And I'm I, like, I'm in here for five minutes. Like, are you joking? The guy, $20. I dealt with the most like Philadelphia dude you'd ever <laughs> met in your life. Philly's are you a, being euphemistic? Philly's a great I, city. No, but this dude was, this dude was straight up Philly. And uh, he, you know, it was like out of the Rocky movie. He was like the guy, like, yo, Rocky, like, you know, oh my like, gosh. like Father Carmine. So uh, <laughs> it, this guy was like, you're, you're excited. Like, like you're, why are you so happy about losing this ticket and everything? And I said, because I'm running a marathon tomorrow. And if this is the worst thing that happens to me in 24 hours, I'm okay with it. Right. This is $22 well spent. So uh, 22 plus 12, like $1,000 that expo cost me. I just did quick math there. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so, yeah. So it was good. In and out. Went home. Uh, my mom actually uh, lives close to Philly. She lives right on the other side of, of the river and on the Jersey side. So you save all that money in hotel and uh, yeah. going out to eat. No, small, it's a small price to pay. So, I ate, yeah, my mom cooked Seriously. me dinner. It was, it was beautiful. Uh, uh, what did you have? Pasta. Okay. Yeah. Bunch of pasta, bunch of bread, big salad. It was good. It was, I was fill i was full i was ready to go i was hydrated well everything was everything was great you know and and uh until the middle of the night when i wake up i hear pouring rain howling wind like crazy it was it was so how'd you feel monsooning when you heard that? outside were you freaking out or what uh, uh no i mean i, I just yeah i mean it, it was like what do you do what, what could you what are you gonna do that's kind of how it's gonna go so I was meeting my friend Pete, who uh, also ran that day. Uh, he was driving in uh, right up um, Route 70. So I met him on on the side of the road, and we drove in together. And we're driving in, and it's like full windshield wipers on, <laughs> monsoon, still dark out. It's about five in the morning, and uh, it, I mean windy, very windy. Like I said, I woke up in the morning to the wind hitting my windows, and just was like, it's like the most horrible oh, no. conditions. Most horrible conditions you can imagine for, you know, going out for... And it was so nice the day before. I'm going to remind... Like, it was... Yeah. Leading up, it was pretty nice. Yeah, no wind, certainly. <sighs> so, uh, we get there. I'm, like, wearing the the uh, plastic bag over my... The leaf bag over my shoulders to try and stay dry and just keep it dry. And um, I had a pair of old sneakers that I didn't mind throwing away, and I was holding my good ones that I planned on running. I've never and, done that before. Yeah. That, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I, I made that suggestion actually to the, to our, our friends, our two other friends, Michelle and Cheryl. Awesome. Uh, running their first marathon. Um, so I made that suggestion to them. I had a, just a pair that I've, you know, had million miles on it that I didn't mind leaving there. So, and it was it actually worked out because it rained so hard that everything around the area near the staging area of the starting line was mud. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, and it was still pouring. Everyone was like crammed underneath this tent that eventually would have been the post-race beer tent. Uh, there were, I mean, like hundreds of people crammed underneath this tent. And I thought that the tent was going to fall. That's how windy it was. I didn't feel like all that comfortable and safe in there. It was dry, but it wasn't, you know. Marathons are so fun. Everyone <laughs> yeah. should go run them. I, 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 at that experience. point, I turned to my friend and I said, uh, I said, this is a 5K, right? <laughs> and he uh, just laughed. But uh, so, yeah, we're getting ready to run. I mean, there's a lot, you know, that, 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 that goes into all this stuff. And, uh, you know, it's about, you know, less than an hour till race time. And then, you know, it's a half an hour to race time. And luckily it did stop raining. It stopped raining. Um, it, the sun kind of came out. The temperatures were actually 
awesome. It was cool. It was, uh, you know, it was, it was, um, it got sunny, but it was, you know, for the most part, it was like, you know, it was even some overcast, you know, some cloud coverage and, uh, um, but the winds picked up whatever blew that rain out of the way brought the winds and it was pretty, what were the wind gusts? Did you know? It was like 30 miles per hour, 40 miles per hour. It was, and it wasn't at your back the whole time. I'm assuming. I mean, no, it was a, a little. <laughs> it didn't blow little, you to the finish line. No, some parts there was, um, there was, there was some parts where it was just straight in your face for miles, and you know it would come and go a little bit, um, but it was pretty heavy, and it was enough to like stand me up straight, slow you down yeah. a little bit. So we were trying to run in packs and uh, you know do do everything that you could do to to kind of protect it, uh, protect yourself from the wind, but. I was actually running at one point. So when we were into the race now, I go out. The first 5K is exactly what I wanted it to be. Um, first few miles, I was right on it. I mean, I got out. I got on mm-hmm. pace. Everything was cool. I, you know, I had a plan, and, and it was perfect. Uh, at the first 5K, I wanted to run in 20, 30, uh, 20, 20 minutes and 30 seconds, and I ran in 20, 28. So I nailed it, and everything was going well, and everything was cool. And, you know, it was figured if I could do that, I can pick it up from there right. and just kind of get rolling. Um and, uh, and you know, one of the reasons why, you know, I didn't lay up the first 5k or anything like that, but I just wanted to get into the race and also not knowing exactly what we're going to run into with these wins. Literally. Cause it was, yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> There's like Dorothy and Toto, <laughs> like a twister yeah. coming at you. <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was wild. So I'm running next in a pack with the, with the you know, group of people and the, the gust just comes and blows and it literally ripped the guy's, um, bib off from his pins <laughs> like like a sail it's just like not all of them like he had it pinned in four corners and just like the one just like ripped like right off and like the guy was, we were just kind of looked around and laughed and you know i was like what the <laughs> f <laughs> um but uh you know at that point you're you're in it you're committed you know you're running and it was good i i definitely with fighting the wind my body felt great Everything, you know, usually like maybe something pops up, but my body felt really good. Um, my energy was sapped from it. So the all, yeah, all the sugar, all the glycogen and everything that we try to preserve and, and build up all the carb loading and everything that goes into it. I really felt early, you know, earlier mm-hmm. than I normally would. It was like I'm going through 12 miles and 13 miles and saying I'm starting to feel that the, you know well, it's so much harder to run against the wind yeah. you don't realize people go inside and they run on the treadmill or you run when there's no wind it, it really does slow you yeah. down i don't care if you're trying to like you know make your hands straight or be as be as little as possible to cut through the wind it doesn't matter i mean that it's, it's a lot of energy yeah. that's what i was trying to like send you guys like a bunch of energy from from afar i'm like you can do this you can do this my like things that would have things that would have um things that wouldn't have been so hard were harder uh there was a big hill in mile nine or so um that's a long stretch it's not a relatively big hill it's you know nothing bigger than anything that I train on it was just you know it's like the hill in the race right. um that happens you know it happens to be at mile nine and we got straight headwind coming up that hill so it was like double whammy so something that was hard just got a little bit harder and you know working with the pack and 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 doing what you could uh at about the halfway mark the people in my pack I told you I was starting to feel just a little yeah. fatigue and the people that I was running with 
just stayed on pace. So they pulled away from me. So I was kind of in no man's land for a little while. I was running by myself, um, which was you in the wind gusts. Yeah, not ideal. Um, but, uh, I saw my, my mom at, uh, about 14. So I, nice. I took a little, uh, took a little dose of energy from that. And, uh, and, and, uh, that was pretty cool. So then the last 12 miles of the race is an out and back. So you run six miles out and there's a cone and a turnaround at mile 20 and you run six miles back. So I'm running out Kelly drive along the river in Philly and it's headwind and yes. it's like, it was and it was coming at gusts and you know it was it was tough it was it was it made things very tough and not only was it blowing the wind but the leaves and like <laughs> dust and like it was it was it was Annie this M, sounds Annie awesome M, Annie M, yeah yeah marathons are great um, so I, I think about about sixteen or miles or so I said marathons are stupid like <laughs> this is stupid. But, um, you know, turned out it was okay. I had, uh, I, so with my energy levels going down, I could really feel, um, when I would take my gels, my, my goo, mm-hmm. um, I have, I usually carry three. I took four with me this time and I usually take it like 10, 15, 20 miles, like increments just to kind of stave off some of that, uh, you know, get some sugar back in my body. And I took one and, uh, you know, when I, when I would take one, I would feel good for a while. Mm-hmm. And then I could really feel it wear off. And then I take another one and I feel good for a while and I kind of feel wear. So I was playing that game too. And I was just like, you know, all right. And get it makes to, you feel just like. Just kind of get. Yeah, yeah. It was which, really. Which gels are you taking now? I take the goo. I you take do? goo chocolate outrage. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're all. Yeah. None I of know. them are very delicious. Just but curious. Uh, what, yeah. What, what your flavor and your, you know. Yeah. I like the chocolate. So, uh, and I mean, I, I should. The day after, I joked with my friend. I said, "I'm gonna go buy stock and goo because that stuff is like it, it's performance enhancing. Like, it is. <laughs> I would have it's been like icing. I would have been sunk without it, you know. But um, it was um, it was awesome. So that so that was working. Um, out and back, you go out the mile eighteen, nineteen, uh, or nine like nineteen is uphill in the town of Maniunk. It's pretty much uphill. They got the kids are out. There's um like college age kids. They set up a beer table there, so they're serving uh, beer along the course, dressed up in like bunny suits. And it was pretty wild. It was huh. a, it was a good scene. No, it was okay. A, it, you know, it was you know, hey, take what you can get. At that point, they were enthusiastic, good. and that was right. important. Um, and, uh, I, at 19, I was really hurting, feeling good, but it's still on pace, you know, still running, still running. My pace is slipped a little bit, but I was, I was hanging in there. I was running like six forties, um, which is fantastic. We just put everything in, in, uh, you know, yeah, it it, it was meant to be six thirties, but it it was six forties and I'm, I'm hanging, I'm hanging. And in that wind, that's a big deal. No, I'm battling. Yeah, I was battling. It was, uh, it was, it was, uh, a tough a tough day, but I said, you know what? Wind's in my face now. Get me to that 20. I can turn around. I got six miles left. I go in my mind to that course, that mm-hmm. six-mile course that I've run over and over and over. Right. Like that course that I, my home course, the uh, 10K course near my house. I said, once I get to six miles in, I just drift away. I'm good. And yeah, that didn't, that worked for about a mile. Um, wind was kind of coming back around. It was, you definitely got it in your face. It was actually so strong in your back that it was kind of pushing you, and that was even difficult. You yeah. know, it was just it was just a funky. It throws day. off your gait yeah. and like your. Yeah, it was just a funky day, but uh, I, uh, I I kept moving. I kept moving. I convinced myself to keep moving on a couple of different occasions, and uh, 
Um, you know, once you get into mile 22 and 23, I play the game. There's a red shirt up there. Go get the red shirt, <laughs> whatever it takes, you know, go get the guy with the red shirt. Uh, so that's my game that I play when I get late in the, in the, in the deep ditches yeah, of the right. marathon. Then, um, like I said, look at the person with the socks and the hair and the, like you're running for weird stuff. Like you're like hallucinating I just, at that point. I just want to catch the person from it. So, cause if I do that, then I'm moving forward. Right. right? Picking so, them off. I'm just like, yeah. So, you know, there was a couple people and there was a girl that I actually ran with a woman that I ran with that was up ahead of me. Um, and I, uh, was eventually, she became the person I got to get back and you know, with her. Cause we ran for like, we ran for like, 10, 11 miles in the middle miles together in a pack. And she was, she was great. I talked to her a lot after the race. She was awesome. Um, and, uh, you know, then you come up 24, 25, you know, you can start smelling the finish line. And uh, that was it. And how awesome did you do? Would you run Philly in? 2.56.02. Amazing. Amazing. And you said you've done that time a couple times and also. I've run 2.56 marathons four times. Which is crazy. I've run two. Awesome. I've run two fifty three a couple of times. You know, like I've I've done uh, faster, um, but the, it just seems to be like the one that I hit. And for a number of reasons, like today it was or this time it was the winds. Uh, another time I was kind of beat up going into it, mm-hmm. and that was about all I had that day. Uh, you know, another time I ran. Um, what was the storm in Boston? The storm was yeah. That was too, I ran. I ran really well that day. What I was P- that I one? PR that day. What I ran two fifty three. 20 something like that yeah 253 20 see that was another storm with wind though i i don't think it was as windy but it was definitely a storm yeah so and i i ran with a a, a real a good a guy that i run with who who was a really good runner that day and we just ran together yeah and he was he's a much better runner than i am he's like a he's like a 239 or 238 guy that was you know oh i didn't quite get in shape for this one so i said hey you want to run you know go 250 (laughs) He's like, yeah, that sounds good. You know, he's out there playing. Um, but, yeah, freaks. That's awesome. Right? It, well, you know, you're know. under under three hours is, like, amazing. Yeah. Amazing. It's a good so day. to be healthy enough was... to do that and fit enough and it's, you know. Oh, for th- I was happy with it. I mean, amazing. It, 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 it told a lot about my fitness and and where I really am. I think that I'm probably, you know, I'm close to, to 250. And, and I, I lost I lost about lost a minute in the last two miles i'd say like so you know there's there's time given up and it was partially because of the wind mostly because of the way it just sapped you know chiseled away at my energy yeah uh throughout so it was it was, uh, it was a good day it was a fun day i got the medal my my wife and kids were there which um i nice. wasn't really sure if they were gonna be there because i said look you know it's like the weather's not gonna be great like you know just you don't have to be there you know and and um but if you're not there it's not gonna be yeah good. so <laughs> no yeah <laughs> so i actually called my wife after i got my bag and everything like yeah. that and she's like we're here so then i like five minutes later i saw the kids nice yeah it was good i got a little weepy i got a little weepy when that happened well you yeah. work hard you're a role model for them and well, it's a lot it's of time the, that you put in it's it's also it's marathons meaningful. it's marathons marathons will make you weep hard work there's, you know there's, what's it less than what's the percentage of people that can actually do that in this world that can have a fitness level and have yeah. the health to be able to compete for that amount of time that amount of miles yeah. and, i mean it's it is something very very special yeah so and there's only I, I a just, few of I us mean, crazies yeah like i have 
you know, some people will only do the halves and stuff, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Only, only right. do a half only, marathon. Like, only endurance like some, athletes like will say that. arrogant dude here. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, that's not the case. I, I love a half marathon. I think the half marathons are awesome. You know, it's like marathons are like holding your newborn child. <laughs> half marathons are like watching your nieces and nephews for the weekend. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's just, it, it, it is. It's, it's just one of those things. It's, um, it's like, it's the, uh, it's the windmill, you know, we're chasing windmills out there and, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's nothing better, nothing better. I, I've kind of recovered pretty well too. And I said, man, when, when can I do that again? Oh my goodness. Uh, so we got to talk about this. We had to talk about this because today we were going to, we got a little breakdown of, of, uh, of Brian and, and what he did on the race course. And it was very windy again. Sometimes you get out there and you get this beautiful day where it's just amazing and there's rainbows and unicorns and you right. feel amazing. And other days you get out there and the wind is 35 miles in your face the whole time. Or I referred to before the the storm. Um, we both ran Boston the same year where there was a huge storm and the rain literally was coming from every direction. It was coming from upside down. It was blowing like, up your nose. It, it, it really was. I don't know where it was coming from, but it was everywhere. And the wind was always in your face. It was never behind you. I don't know how that happens when you turn, but it was. Um, but again, there's it's all experiences. And I think that's the best part of it because you don't always have to PR. It's, I mean, life they always say is about the journey, not the destination. And really these, these are journeys. These are adventures like we talk about. And there's always a story. This person I spoke with, this person I met, or, you know, it's funny because I have some medals in my car that, that I hang and, you know, I look at them and I'm like, you know, on days where you're feeling bad about yourself or, or something's going on, you're like, that was a really cool day. Right. Like that was a cool race or I'm healthy enough that I was able to compete in some of the biggest races in the world. Like that's pretty cool. Totally. And it, it kind of, you know, makes you smile sometimes and say, you know what? I put myself out there. I haven't won yet. I, keep, I haven't won anything yet, but we're, <laughs> but every day you throw yourself out there and, and it, it's kind of a cool experience. But now what I think we want to mention is it's so amazing that you go through these marathons and we talk about, we talked about before that the week before a marathon, there's tapering where you don't do as much and there's the taper blues. Brian's mentioned before. Well, there's also after you're done racing, you feel like a million bucks. You got your medal. Did you wear your medal the rest of the day? Oh yeah. I love it. Everywhere. Did you go anywhere? Like, did you, do you shower and put it back on? (laughs) Um, when I got home, I actually, my wife and kids left in their car and I, went back to my mom's and I got in my car I drove home I drove you know I just drove home and did you not shower your mom's you drove home I just drove home yeah that's disgusting yeah no it was, I was just like <laughs> I'm leaving now because the more time you know it's one of those things yeah but you, did you wear did you go home you still had it on yeah yeah, it was annoying though. Not not annoying. It has a liberty. Oh, this no, metal no, is no. so chafing. <laughs> it has a liberty bell on it, so I was like a cow, like ringing everywhere I went. It was like ding 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 ding. ding you should have gone to the supermarket. Yeah. you should have gone to my, like my everywhere with your metal liberty on. bell on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should have gone to an airport even my before flying anywhere. My four year old pointed out that hey, dad, this thing has a crack in it. The liberty bell. I said that, yeah. Yeah, it's broken. They should throw it out. They've thought about it before. (laughs) Very observant young lad. Anyway, so now what happens after? So what's the ritual after? Because I know for many people, they kind of get depressed 
after they yeah. finish racing because there's this buildup, there's this excitement, and it's almost like the culmination of all your training and all this camaraderie with running groups and this and that and all these schedules that, bam, you get through the race, you get this medal, and it's like, yeah. And then maybe you go to work the next day and... And no one even knows. And no one even knows. And you're, <laughs> knows you're like, you you're, you're walking up the stairs like a little slower. You're, I go to sit down and I'm like, oh. That People was the thing. Like, I, was, I was, you know, a couple of days of soreness going up and down the stairs for sure. My hips were sore. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that even a couple of days later, I felt pretty good. Actually, what I did was the day after so sunday was the marathon i teach i teach gym classes at the uh classes at the gym at 5 a.m and 6 a.m on monday mornings and i said you know i could probably get somebody to cover that for me but i said you know what what am i gonna do lay in bed and just lay around right, it's worse i got up i went i did my 5 a.m classes i should have worn my damn medal to that to those yes. classes i didn't i didn't i didn't but uh, did you work out at all you're just kind of coaching no i was just moving okay you know i was just yeah. kind of moving and facilitating the class and uh and i just I, yeah there's no way i was i was really going to do anything um working out but um there's, only one, there's like only one freak on the planet that does things like that Please. yeah play yoga classes the very next day after marathon your body's got to move you just got to get back into there's it there's a difference between moving and doing that <sighs> stuff that's that's for sure uh yeah i i just uh Went, taught the class, moved around a little bit, and, uh, you know, just try and stay moving and stretch, stretch, put some ice on areas if they need it, and just... uh, So when was the next time? So this is always my question to people. So the runners out there, right, who are running these, like, running plans. Right. And they're doing all these miles and everything, and then they run, and then you're supposed to take off for how many days? A couple days, right? It's it's usually by feel. Um, Some people take, uh, you know a week, two weeks, three weeks off after of a marathon. Just like you know, people... Of everything? More or less everything, yeah. <gasps> I mean, it depends. It depends. What do they do? So, so look, a good... What, like, a, a, what do they do? A good they marathon... They sit around? A good marathon <laughs> training program, right, is going to have going up to the race. It's going to have the race, you know, it's gonna have the build-up right. and everything. And then it's also going to have, uh, you know, some recovery built into it, right. too. It's not just it's not just the finish line is the finish line and right. then you're done. That, you know, there's there's some ways to do it. So usually um, I'll wait just, you know, just to let the body settle down a couple of days. Usually my mind and my body will tell me when it's time to start, you know, exercising of some sort. So you moving. do nothing for a couple of days or? Yeah, I did pretty much nothing. I mean, stretched. You walk? Stretch. Yeah, yeah, I was walking around. I mean, I walk just as I normally would in 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 life but uh nothing. But you didn't go like, out no, like, walk I didn't, I didn't miles have a plan. Or you know what i did i slept in i slept in as much as i could okay. aside from that one day when i went to the gym um you know just rest like rest like it's over rest your mind get through it um some people don't like to wait too too long after they uh they run i ran yesterday actually so i ran on thursday easy I mixed walking in with it. There was no place to go. It was nothing to do. It was just kind mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving morning, and I was just moving. And uh, you could have come yeah. to play yoga class. Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't quite ready for play yoga class like that. Um, but uh, you know, the big mistake is made after uh, a marathon. I think in in getting back too quickly and and really just rushing back into things, saying, "Okay, I, I you know, I looked at." I could have done this better. I need to get back to work. I need to get improve on that. Or, uh, you know, I felt really good. I'm recovering well. I need to get back into into doing that. I mean, it, you really beat your body up doing those marathons. So you have to, 
give yourself enough time to recover. Now, by you saying like resting with, you know, I didn't do this. I need to get back into it. Are you talking about running? Well, some people only run, right? Right. Some people only run. So if they're not running, then they're really not doing anything else. I do other things in the gym. I'll, right. I'll do some, you know, kettlebell workouts and things like that. I didn't do any of that this week. I still haven't. Um, and, you know, I, I did some push-ups and just like things to kind of make my myself feel good. But I did acupuncture twice this week. I stretched a lot. I, um, you know, I, I, I was foam rolling a little bit. I don't even really like to foam roll on that, like acute trauma mm-hmm. type of feeling that you get from all the soreness. I like to kind of work around it and just kind of loosen everything else up. But, man, just sleeping. I mean, I have, you know, when I'm marathon training and stuff like that, I don't even get, uh, you know, I, I lose sleep. So, uh, you know, lack of sleep. Uh, so I just kind of try and get caught up with things like that. Um, and and But I've seen interviews with um, the Kenyan runner, Tegla Larupe, Tegla Larupe. Uh, who's won New York a couple times. Um, she, uh, it was an interview with her, and it was actually on subtitle. She's Kenyan. And they asked her what she does uh, after a marathon. Mm-hmm. And she put her hands behind her head. She put her feet up on the table. And she says, like this, one month. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So she doesn't run for like a month after? Probably lets her body recover. I mean, you got to understand she's probably running 100 mile weeks leading right. up to it. At least. You know, she's, yeah. So she's, she's really pounding. And, 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 uh, you know, if you, if you don't take the break, the break's going to take you. Right. And, uh, if you don't get enough, you know, enough recovery, then it's just, it's just not going to work. I made, you know, I, I ran a marathon, uh, a few years back, probably about seven years ago. Uh, at Marine Corps in October, last weekend in October, and I felt great. I took a you know a mm-hmm. week off, and then I was rolling into you know I just kind of started to get back into it. I did a couple workouts on the track and things like that, and then um, I uh, there was a, a race that's actually um, the Sunday is the is always the Sunday after um, Thanksgiving. It's a local race here. It's a 15k. It's on a hilly course. It's nasty. It's called the Navasink Challenge. Uh, really nasty uh, course. I haven't it's, done it yet. It's it's built for you, Christine Conti. <laughs> it's Sunday. Knock yourself out. It's uh it's it's tough. Um, and they uh, it, the, their motto, the race is it's a hill. Get over it. Um, so, uh, but I I said you know what I'm fit. I'm feeling good. It's 15k. It's nine point three. Like you know how bad could it be? But it's a it's a tough course. So uh, I went out and I ran it, and I ran okay. And I ran pretty well. I was out on the course and I was just kind of feeling the burnout. I was feeling the burnout. I kind of just got done with training and mm-hmm. now I'm like training again and I'm racing really hard and it's only been like three weeks, four weeks. And even though everything kind of felt good, I just wasn't in love with it right at that moment. So I think that that's a, an important thing. And sure enough, like two weeks later, like in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, I got injured and I missed like four months that's so crazy yeah i i injured my uh heck i got like a nasty case of shin splints after that um out of nowhere like shin splints i you know thought i was kind of beyond them um with all the running that i do but it came on and i just couldn't shake it and i lost a lot of time with that it was like you know and it was a sign you know it was kind of a sign i probably needed to take care of some other things in my life at that time and it can't all be you know it can't all be like that all the time so you know just kind of, I know when it's time and when it's when it's when I'm ready, 
you know, I just to rock get the back boat. Out there. Like how yeah. you were fascinated how like I don't run as much. Yeah. I'm fascinated how everyone's like, well, we 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 do all this running, but then we're going to take all this time off. Yeah. And I'm like, but mentally, I guess is I go from this fitness to I need this or I need the walk or I need the jog or I need the. It really is really is a mental thing for me. Um, a, no, a part of my life yeah. and taking it, I guess, because I don't train the run training, all those miles for me, when I come back from a marathon, it's just normal every day. Oh, well now I've got another class or now because I'm not running so much that it's not those same muscle groups that are being stimulated. I'm not running. I'm not going back from a marathon the next day working just my sagittal plane or, you know, right. working that whole body. Um, Again, I, I don't take that time off and I don't know that that's good or bad. I think everyone's got their own, you know, their own training methods, their own things. I mean, everyone would say, oh my gosh, you're breaking your muscles down. You need to take more time, but I feel good. Right. And it, I'm not working to a point where I'm getting injured doing it. I just, I think it's really fascinating. There's so many different philosophies sure. and again, people yell at me all the time, like, how could you do that or this or it? I didn't like the way I ran that year in Boston in the storm. So the next weekend, I went and I threw my name in the New Jersey Marathon and I PR'd in that. It, so for you, you were like, I'm done training. That's I'm done little, whatever. Yeah. But it, for me, I didn't run that whole week. Like yeah. I didn't run at all. I did a, maybe so a couple little workouts. you went from the finish line to the starting line. Literally. And, but there was no... So for me, yeah, that was a break. But know, I mean, some people are capable of doing that. I, I mean... I, I need a mental break. I mean, you've you've played team sports and you've yeah. had seasons and, you know, those last couple games of the seasons where, you know, even though you might be on right. the way to winning something or, you know, you're almost, you're ready for that you're break. Like, yeah, this you're is... ready. Like it's, it's, it's run its course. Um, Coaching. You're like, yes, if we win today, we go to States and you're like, oh gosh, then we got to practice for the week. <laughs> All right. Can we just play? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think that, um, uh, and and like I said, by Wednesday, I was I was really starting to feel like I should you know just get moving again. I was like you know I felt good, everything was recovered pretty well. And I went out yesterday, and I was a little creaky. My mm-hmm. my my ankle hurt a little bit. Um, everything else felt really good. Uh, I had ran I ran through you know a little bit. I was running, walking, just by design, just just kind of taking it smooth and getting out on the trails and having fun. And you didn't go to the boardwalk and run sprints. No, I didn't. I didn't. Not not this week. And uh, so, but, you know, what I also do is I also take the time to look at what I've, what, the way that the race went, the way that everything went, the Mm -hmm. way the training went. I give myself a really good soul searching as far as what I put into it, how it went, you know, what, what, like, look, the conditions weren't, weren't great. And, and, uh, you know, we, we're like the star of the, of the show, but we don't always like write the plot right sometimes the marathon writes the plot sometimes it's the weather that that creates the plot and uh you know so i I just kind of looked at it and said you know where where like where how did the training go did i do everything that i could have what could i have done better what could i have done less of you know what do i you know so that way you can kind of give yourself an assessment and uh and i think that i i definitely came away from this one feeling very good i had um I was in like physical therapy. I was supposed to run Chicago with Christine. I was supposed to run and I uh, had to defer it because I was in, uh, I was doing physical therapy on a um, IT band uh, that was acting up and uh, causing some knee pain. So I um, was kind of behind. So I deferred Chicago 
And I said, but then I started feeling good. Like almost instantly, as soon as I deferred Chicago, I, I felt better. And I was working with a, a high school uh, girls the summertime uh, on, you know, training with her. And, you know, I just went for like a couple runs with her, you know, doing her workouts. And everything felt really good. So I said, all right, let me just start training for something. And actually the folder that I made on my desktop that that was my training schedule that I that I put together, it said train for something. It didn't say train for Philly. It didn't say train. It's just like train for something right. is the, what I labeled the folder. Always be training or working towards something. Right. That's life. Well, that's, that's what it. this was. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. I was just kind of like. Oh, my God. You sound like me when I wake up every morning. <laughs> Train or work towards something, yet you're not really exactly sure what right. that big thing is going to be. Just floating through the universe. That's right. Welcome to my world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so as I got into it, it started going pretty well. You know, the workouts were going down smoothly, and I was able to do some of the things that I would do during a normal buildup. And, uh, you know, then I said, all right, well, let's not train for something anymore. Let's train for Philly. I knew when it was, and I knew that I kind of could get everything partially done that I would normally do. And I actually like the shorter buildup is one thing that I came away from this assessment with is like, I don't really need all the, um, you know, some of the other stuff. I know Christine's rolling her eyes at me now because she's like, you need like a couple days of buildup. We're good. Yeah, we're good. You just show up. No, show up, work. But show up and- I know. No, I don't think you need six months of hardcore running in order to, you know, that's all. That's yeah. all. I want everyone to be healthy and not get See, injured. See, I love the training. I love the training. If I never ran another Me too, race- but don't call it training. Call it just everyday life. That's It's just everyday fitness for you. Like, right. don't think of it as training. Just think of it as- I love the workouts. I love- See? Okay, yeah. That's so what I want you, you to think of. <laughs> all right. So every day is a training day. You're always training for something. You just don't know what. That's how I think about every workout. I don't, I don't always know what- I don't- I'm going to run Boston, but I don't- I, I don't know what I'm doing next fall. I set things to goals. I, I I do lectures on goal writing for this type of thing. And and the way that it is, it's like, here's what I, here's what I want to run. Here's what I want to mm-hmm. accomplish or whatever. And maybe not run. Maybe this is what I want to do with business. Or maybe this is yeah. what I want to do with um, anything that I'm working towards. And, you know, what are some things that I need to do? And what are five things maybe that I start with that I need to do in order to do that? And what do I need to do in order to do those five things right. that I need to do with? And it's a ladder of, of goals. Um, and uh, so I enjoy that probably more than uh, the race itself. I mean, nothing's better than finishing and getting the medal and, uh, you know, and, and all that stuff. And, and especially when it goes very well, but if I never had to run, run another race ever again for the rest of my life and I could still do the training, I would, I would take the, I would take the, um, the workouts. I'm, I'm trying to not say training anymore. See? Yeah. It's I would just take like the, a mindset. Right, right? Of- I would take the training and not <laughs> the racing, but, uh, that's just me. I mean, some people, some people race every weekend. See, yeah, see, that's the other question. Yeah. You roll up to races and they're like, hey, we just we just ran Baltimore last weekend and now we're running Philly and right. see, And they, like they work their way up the East Coast and right. I'm like, every weekend. But they're also kind of doing it as like a fun. Yeah. You know, they're not. It's different. Really yeah, it's racing different. to win usually. Yeah. No, they, they do it for medals and they do it for the camaraderie and they do it for the challenge, adventure and all that stuff, which is fantastic. Um, and, uh, so, you know, it's, um, people race every single weekend and, and usually those people won't really do 
um, do it so much for time. So, you know, all the power to them. I think that's pretty cool too. Maybe someday I'll be able to think like that. But, you know, for now we set goals and try and knock them out. So, yeah. So, all right. So anyhow, before I forget, um, Brian, what week is your mustache on? I don't know. Today's the uh, 24th of November, so it's 24 days strong. I can't wait. We got a picture coming up that we'll post later that I'll put on uh, the Two Fit Crazies. um, I trimmed it like a little too short one time, and uh, like just the the, the ends, like the the handlebar. Last year, I went handlebar. I went full handlebar down my face, and uh, it was was pretty impressive. Tell, Tell everyone what they were saying to you at the marathon. Oh, yeah, no, people would, would shout from the sides, hey, mustache. And I said, I was like, well, what if that was your normal mustache? What if that's, is that kind of like. They were just showing appreciation for the mustache. Yeah, I it's get, nice. I'm, I'm, on board. I'm on board with that. I also had a very, very fresh and awesome dad's what's up singlet on for my oh, dad's what's up nice. uh, yeah yeah and uh do you so have a picture of that i do all right we'll post that too yeah okay. i actually posted it on dad's what's up uh so you should did uh, i miss it yeah probably i thought i saw the one it's all right <laughs> it's so all right. many pictures <laughs> so little time i really try i really do <laughs> oh um so yeah, so I had uh, a cool dad's what's up sweat uh, singlet on, and it was uh, people were shouting that out too. It was it was cool. It Get was it? Cool. Yeah, dad's what's up. Dad's what's up. Marathons, dad's what's up. I think I told my mom that this was weekend. She had visited a weekend past. Did she get it? And I was like, Do you get it? Like dad's what's up. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny. Yeah. It's the best. You get it? <laughs> no, you, Do you get it. it? Do you totally get it? Um, so that was pretty cool. I said I. I posted on the night before i said i'm taking y'all with me I'm taking dad's what's up dad's what's up i'm taking y'all with me for those of you listening dad's what's up is my uh little um my little crew that i put together on the facebook page that uh you know we try and give some people some uh some exercising to do and uh, just a place to land if they want to improve their lifestyle and and i i really kind of point it towards the dads it's not just for the dads it's for everybody uh, anybody that wants to help a dad, I guess, is the way that I put it, and uh, um, you know, and and uh, it's pretty cool. So I put I put the I made a singlet. I had my friend over at the local screen printer here, Sneakers Plus, Wall, New Jersey, uh, put together the uh, the screen printing for me, and uh, it was cool. It's cool. Got a nice reaction along with my mustache. Also, we didn't say that if you're just listening this time too, he's growing the mustache for the Movember movement to raise awareness for men's health too. So that was something, and that's on Dad's What's Up as well. So this mustache has uh, has raised over three hundred dollars so yeah. far. Yeah, and and I and and to be honest with you, I only asked for a dollar. I said, "Give me a dollar." Right. You know, like if I had how many friends on Facebook, I said, if y'all give me a dollar, that would, you know, we we can go a long way with that. So um, it was uh, it's funny. It's just ridiculous. It's great. It's great. It's for a great cause. And it's awesome. And I told you I'd grow a mustache, but I cannot grow a mustache. It's just the way it is. I've you know what? We'll see what happens. Next <laughs> Hold that thought. Oh, come on. So definitely in the next month, we are going to talk about surviving the holidays because yes. really that's. It's surviving the holidays, me included. I used to be like, yes, I love the holidays. I get older. I'm like, oh my gosh, it's kind of daunting. It really, you know, is overwhelming sometimes. And we're going to talk about how to use fitness and nutrition. And we'll definitely cover that a little bit in the next, you know, couple weeks as 
things get a little out of control with um, having a plan, having a plan and sticking to it, get right. going to the gym, getting your workouts in, whatever that means. Um, and also kind of ways around if you have to go to those Christmas parties, you have to go to the holiday parties and whatever parties you're going to. It's important to be okay with it. It's all right to they call it cheating or whatever. It, it's not. It's really you need to do everything in moderation. And that's okay if you have a Christmas cookie. It is okay. But you know what? We want you to do something good for yourself. Go out for a walk. I like it. I've got it, a lot of thoughts on that. So many thoughts that it's unreal. We survive, what do we, we survive school. We survive our families mm-hmm. and we survive the holidays. Yeah, there's so many more that we survive <laughs> as well. But before we forget, um, I actually came out with a um, WTF for you oh. today. I do. Because it's, it's been a little bit. It's been a while. Hot seat. WTF. All what? right. And I'm going to do what the festivities <laughs> is what we're doing today. What the festivities. So in line with what we're talking about, about uh, surviving the holidays, um, I figured I would ask you because we just got over Thanksgiving and all the holiday season is going to start. So my question, first off. Go. Um, okay. So what the festivities. Um, give me your, any festive fitness challenges or anything coming up fitness, festive fitness things that you're doing. Any I competitions, do, um, any runs, any anything. What do you do? Even if it's like in a class in a gym that you're teaching. Yeah, I do. well, there's a couple things. One, there's a there's a Santa Claus outfit run. Are you doing that? I don't know. We should do that, right? Oh, okay, because yeah. I'm already registered. Oh, you are? Nice. Do you have a Santa Claus outfit? <laughs> no, they give it to you when you they register do? in Asbury Park on yeah. December 10th. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. Michael's running it, too. Is he here? Oh, this is great. <laughs> I'm going to get, I'll get the Dad's What's Up crew out for yes. that. Yes. That'll be great. Okay. Yeah, All right. Let's party. All right. So that's a good get one. Get registered. Yeah. Everybody, by the way, Asbury Park, get registered if you're going to do it ASAP. Yes. Go. Right away. Uh, and the other thing that I do, I have a I have a 12 days of fitness uh, that's workout. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah, I do. I do have one. It's just a class. Um, and you know, it's just each, each exercise is, a, a you know, as we do the first exercise, I, I have to look at it again. It's been a year since I've done it, but, uh, you know, say the first exercise is a uh, up. You do one of those, the second exercise, you do two of those and you just go through it just like the song until, um, um, you know, it's five. And then back down. Yeah. Five burpees. Nice. Yeah. Five burpees. Uh, and then, you know, take it all the way up to 12. And then usually back down, I think. It's been a while. Do you have that recorded? Like, have you recorded it? I just, no, I just write it down. Oh, I mean, it's just like it. in my workout book. We should sing we it should and record definitely. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. All right, that's Flux an awesome Flux capacitor. One. Are you ready? So here's another one. What is your favorite festivity over the holiday season? Like, what's your favorite thing you're looking forward to in the next month? I know. It's a hard, it's a... Because, I mean, you just ran a race. Like, and now it's like, kind of a little different. It like doesn't have to be fitness. Putting up the tree and all that stuff makes me crazy. Doesn't it, make it, your heart it, happy. No, it makes no, you anxious. Like, no, it just makes me like, like, God damn, you know, like getting the tree straight and the lights. I'm like, I'm like... The, there were F words all like, the time when yeah, I grew up. Like, like, and it wasn't festivities. It's like the Bumpus's dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas story. Um, I I like I like the Christmas story. It's one of my favorite. I think that might be my favorite Christmas time movie. I saw like a yeah. question like a, a poll the other day. What's your favorite? I think the Christmas story is. I like that like twenty four hours of Christmas story. That's mm-hmm. like on Christmas Eve. Like I like that a lot. 
I usually like, well, wrapping, I'm wrapping some yeah. presents or something like that. Like that's what I put on. Um, uh, other than that, I, the excitement in my kids' faces. I mean, that's, there's nothing better than that. It's like, it's the best. I mean, the Christmas lists are starting to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to, you know, come around. I've used the power of Santa a couple times to control their behavior around the house. Do you have an elf? Oh, elf on the shelf. Yes. Sure. Elfie. <laughs> that's his name. Elfie. <laughs> Love it. Creativity department of the Prendergast <laughs> households <laughs> limited. Yeah. That's his name. What about There's yours? Your cat's it. name is Whiskers. So yeah, it is. It is. Poor Whiskers. You should actually probably tell them what I posted. You tell them the day before. This is fantastic. Before Brian ran, we, I wanted to, you know, give him a little message of like encouragement before he ran Philly. And I was like, it's great. You got this. I said, do it for my cat. My poor cat just, he was just neutered and, and he had his claws removed. And I'm like, there's nothing that's going to hurt more than that. What did I say? Something like that. It was great. It was when you are, when you are hurting. Yes, and you're in that's pain, what it was. Think of what Whiskers has been through. <laughs> it's not going to be as got, bad as this. Got his manhood taken <laughs> mm-hmm. away and his, and his Bob nails ripped, ripped out. out. Right. He was fine, but and then I also posted. I put the picture of the phone. You know, it was a live video of myself talking, and then the cat whiskers myself just like whiskers. staring back. Yeah, just you know, it's yeah. you gotta have a you gotta have some fun with things sometimes. So I'm sorry, it's big goofball sometimes, but I thought it would be motivating. I don't know, judge me not. It's helpful. Yeah. Parental abuse episode thirteen of Two Fit Crazies and a microphone. It was fine. All right, so what else? What's your favorite holiday de-stressor? What the festive? Oh, what's oh, the holiday? Festive holiday de-stressor. A that what run. it is? Yeah. A run. A good Just run. A out. good run with friends. We try nice. and do that. Like we'll try and get we try and get the group together, and we'll just you know all go out and have some fun. Maybe even get a coffee or a bagel or something like that afterwards. And nice. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good. You know, de-stressor. Good de-stressor. Feel good. All right, and then last one. What the festivities? What's your What's your festivity? What's your advice? Real fast. One advice to survive the holidays. Just to survive one, the holidays, one. have a plan. Know what you know what you are, and know what you're going into, and have a plan. So if you know if it's alcohol that that you want to avoid, have a plan. If it's foods that you want to avoid, have a plan. If it's people that you want to <laughs> avoid, have a plan. Right. Bring your own dish. If you know, bring something that you know you'll eat. It's always the common one. Um, you know, have an exit strategy. It's a good one. You know, things like that. So, uh, uh, yeah, we should would definitely do more on that because that is that's big. Yeah, that's that's holidays it's, are it's not huge. easy. Yeah, no, we are in the what they call the Bermuda Triangle of holidays with Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. You got to navigate these times completely, and you know, and and um. I, I wrote I wrote a letter to to uh, not a letter a post to to the uh, to two of the groups that I'm working with right now, and I said you know Thanksgiving is tough to avoid the gluttony of mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is you know like even the fittest of the fit. eating and sitting I hate yeah. I, I don't like the concept yeah. it's not good for me eating and sitting <laughs> it's awesome yeah. great so, so even like like you know the the fittest of the fit eat like filthy pigs on Thanksgiving and they don't, you know, they don't do right by themselves. But you know, today is a new day. You right. Know? So if you're hearing this, just parlay this into Christmas or so, you know, it's, it's what's, what's the common one. It's holidays, not hollow weeks or hollow month. Right. You know, so like right. just do what you're doing, live, 
and then get right back on the right side of things. Right. It's and then, and you know what? The other thing too that I'll, that I'll throw in there is that for some of us, holidays are like joyful and amazing and wonderful. And for others, holidays are really tough. Really drag. Really tough. And it's funny because um, throughout my life too, and I know, you know, it's probably been for a lot of people listening, is that the holidays might have been as, as a kid, like it could have been like really magical. And as you get older, you, there's a lot going on with life, with money, with stresses, with, sure. with loss of you know, family members where you're like, you have these memories where it's just not the same. I've had Christmases where I wasn't feeling it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The Christmas after my dad passed away was, I didn't want to open any presents. Yeah. My husband was like beyond, like, I don't even know what, he didn't even know what to do with me. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't want to open presents and I don't want Christmas. And he was like, we have kids. You need to snap out of this. Right. And I'm like, and it happens. Holidays, I, I don't always... I'm not always the bright sunshine of the world on holidays, but it, you know, you get through it and you have family and friends and I have fitness that I tend to go for runs or go to the gym. Yeah. And it's, it's important. Like Brian said, to keep those, have a plan. So if you don't have a plan, it's not going to be good. So I don't know. Keep on everybody. I like it. Keep on. So yeah. So we'll definitely deal with the holidays. We're going to get some guests in and, um, what else? Any parting words today or what? Mr. Annihilated the Philly Marathon. So proud. Yay. I yeah, love it. No, I no love parting it. words. Just uh, if you see a guy with a mustache, just understand that he might be, uh, you know, raising awareness for men's health issues. And that's a good thing, you know, because uh, like I said, the, the, the women are fantastic with a cause. Us men, we don't go for, you know, we don't we don't do stuff like that. So, um, you know, it's uh, it's just uh, it's just been a fun month. I've had a good time this month. And if you see Marathon. a man with a mustache, give him a high five, no matter whether he's raising awareness for men's health that's or not, because right. he's wearing a, a mustache. Yeah, no, that's cool. So, uh, yeah, it's um, the marathon. Yeah, it's it, it, I've, I've just had a blast with it. I mean, it's just really one of the better one of the better days in life. You know, you do one of those things and uh, it's not for everybody. That's for sure. So if you're listening, we did give you a whole lot of running, a whole lot of marathon in this uh, in this episode. Uh, but, you know, I hope that you can understand it's kind of just what makes our hearts tick. So if it's not marathons, fine. What makes your heart hearts uh, happy? And, and switch uh, the word marathon to whatever it is you're working towards. Whatever it is. And that's, that's, makes that's, sense. The, that's the joy. That's the joy in life. So All right. So I'm Christine Conti. And I'm Brian Prendergast. And we are Two Fit Crazies. And the microphone. Where it's at. Thank you, everybody. See you soon. <laughs>